Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Win Pod Repeat, uh, where from now on we'll only do episodes as long as the owners and players meeting. So this one's going to last approximately seven minutes. So Spencer, uh, get all of your thoughts out really quickly. Sad. Sad. There we go. That's it. We can we can end it right there. Uh, you know, as I'm as I spent thirty minutes trying to get my microphone to work. Uh, Rich Hill yeah, was the Red Sox classic signing. Uh, you know, with his what? It's it's his fifth stint with the Red Sox. Technically, I saw. It's Rich Hill? yeah. They've signed. Well, really? not stint, but they've signed him. Yeah. Uh, let me. Yeah. I do have to pull this up because that was that was exceptional. Is the fact that he's actually been on the Red Sox uh, five times. And the uh, last time was a really long time ago. Yeah, it was fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you he know, he's a reliever. Yeah, let's let me pull this up. Let's see. I'm counting one, two. This is going to be his third time actually playing for the Red Sox. He's had four seasons pitching with the Red Sox, but but. Let me give you these years, because I just... All right. Yep, signed in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, sorry, he signed uh, mid-season in 2010, and then they signed him technically again for the 2011 season. Um, and then they technically signed him again for the 2012 season. Or I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, the 2012 season. And then they mm-hmm. signed him again for the 2014 season. So that's four times. Um, yeah, he signed... Mm-hmm. His, yep. 2015 he signed with them wow yeah he's uh he just loves signing like short-term deals with the boston red sox who doesn't uh you know apparently everybody else so that's true that's i you know i wish we could say that things have gone well but you know what all right i'm gonna say it because i know that like all of boston red sox twitter has been about you know oh the the red sox are too busy buying the pittsburgh penguins to care about uh the you know signing free agents one obviously everyone knows that one does not have to do with the other that's just a way to pan on the red Sox. but the way i see it is you know look there there are all these guys we want it would be great you have no idea you know what the negotiations are how these things are going to pan out um and you know it's so tough to me spencer because like obviously like the biggest need for the boston red Sox is pitching um i think it's a lot, and I think you would agree with me, it's way riskier to sign a pitcher to a long-term deal than it is to sign a position player to a long-term deal. Yeah, naturally. So, so um, you're trying to find the right, the right deal and the right fit and you know how much you are willing to pay. Right, of right. course. Uh, I mean, we should mention that uh, Heim Bloom was reassigned from uh, chief baseball officer to chief hockey officer. So he's been, you know, busy with that and, and, you know, the Penguins are in season. So naturally, you know, that's Heim's focus at the moment, but, uh, you know, he assigned, you know, his, his other assistants and all to be, uh, focused on free agency for baseball. And, um, yeah, it's been pretty disappointing so far. Like you said, pitching is, is the riskier thing to invest in, but it's also, what we need like our offense was fire this past season and even if you take Kyle Schwarber off that team you still have prospects coming that are uh more on the offensive side and Cassis and and Jeter Downs and such so um you needed pitching and you didn't get pitching like it's all gone all of it they're all the good starters are gone 
So I don't know if Heim has a trade up his sleeve or what, but there's there's nothing left to sign. And we've got Michael Waka, stud. Uh, we've got Rich Hill, stud. And I'm blanking. Who else did we sign? What's the third starter guy? Uh Oh, my God. Hold on. I have it right here. It is. Wait for it. Wait for it. Uh, James Paxton. Who, oh, right, James Paxton. By the way, yeah, at least uh, merry-go-round continues. Well, and and you know he had Tommy John, so <laughs> he he probably I mean, he won't be ready for the start of the season. Uh, <laughs> well, he had Tommy John like April first or something like that. So um, yeah, he won't be ready for the start of the season, but he should be good by like June, I would think. Yeah, I, I'd like to think June. Um, obviously, like. You never know with Tommy John, um, but obviously if you're going to yeah, sign him, sure. uh, you're probably a little bit more confident and it's, you know, you're going to probably do your due diligence before you sign him. I would hope, um, especially, you know, to sign him to $10 million. So, yeah, um, yeah $10 million seems like a lot for a guy coming off Tommy John. I mean, that was but, Dylan Bundy money right there, bro. It it was. I mean, that's really the saddest news of the day is Dylan Bundy signing up. Bro, don't even. Um, I, I, I don't want to bring it up. I, I know it's it's hard for you. But... And the Twins got a bargain, bro. Four million? Come on. A whole, a whole $6 million dollars below market value. Uh, Sam Anthony. Unbelievable. No, I will. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying we'll be on Rich Hill. Or not Rich Hill. Sorry. Dylan Bundy watch all next year. Like you, you, you better expect at least once a week you're gonna get some sort of. I'll be like, yo, I'll be like, yo, Dylan Bundy. We'll have like he's, a thirty-second Dylan Bundy segment. That's it. I guess that's it. You, you look forward to the Dylan Bundy content. That's actually why people come on here. They're just, they're <laughs> like, is. what's, what's Dylan they Bundy don't know up it yet, to? But that's why they're here. <laughs> How's he doing? <laughs> you know, has he? And, and eventually, all right, we're gonna get Dylan Bundy on the show. All right, that's that's my new goal. I'm gonna be like. I'm the biggest that's, Dylan uh, Bundy that's stand. It's good to set high goals. I, you know what? I'm a big dreamer, Spencer. I'm a big dreamer. You are. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> so I mean, you wanted I, him to get $10 million. So you're, you're definitely dreaming on that. Well, you know, I was hoping maybe he'd hire me as his agent. I'd get like a little kickback, you know. You know, you're yeah, shooting you for the stars for my on the market till July next year. I would have. I would have I Scott Boris that shit, all right? I would have been like, we're holding out. <laughs> you could have gotten a better deal, all right? Somebody would sign him, all right? They'd be desperate. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Speaking of desperate, Spencer, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to just run you kind of the, the laundry list of remaining, uh, I'll say it lightly, notable names on <laughs> the, the free agent starting pitching market. Uh-huh. Um, number one is Carlos Rodon. He's easily the you know only remaining player that has any. So, well, that's not true. Not only him and Clayton Kershaw, I would be, are the most. Oh, yeah, like, that's Kershaw. Which like, uh, I don't know, you know. It's better than fucking Michael Waka. <laughs> I mean, better than Michael Waka. Uh, and here's some other ones, I guess, on the list. Uh, Danny Duffy is up there among God, no. free agents. Um, no. You say Kikuchi? No, thank you. Uh, Go back to Japan, <laughs> Mister Pine Tar himself, Michael Pineda. Fuck no. Uh. The ever decreasing velocity of Zach Grinky. Sam, you're making me want to off myself right now. <laughs> How about Pittsburgh Pirates postseason legend Johnny Cueto? Oh yeah, he's still alive, right? Yep, and and former Yankee stud J. A. Happ. Yikes! This is this is your 
uh, graveyard. I mean, look, there's there's obviously like there's not. Ex- I won't say like exciting names. <laughs> no, but that, I mean that's absolutely what's gonna happen. Like the bottom of yeah. this list, I got the other guys I got on this like Carlos Martinez, uh, Quang Young well, Kim. I would take Carlos Martinez. I like Carlos Martinez. Yeah, that's actually an interesting one because he used to be good. Yeah, and and again, I, it and feels not, like like forty, like J. App. <laughs> yeah, or Rich Hill. <laughs> yeah. It feels like 43 get it right we're we're trying to just recreate this year's los angeles lakers the all retirement home team Mm -hmm. and you're just gonna like we're gonna add you know we have we have rafael devers who we won't be able to sign to a long-term extension but they're gonna be like that's true max scherzer he would have been good for that we could have gotten well we could have gotten the all tommy john team and and gotten syndergaard and verlander to pair with sale i'm just saying yeah, that and Evaldi. Oh my God, we would have had the. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that would have been too good. That just, I mean, that's just not what you want. But you know, I look. It's it's just tough because, like, obviously, like, like I look at a guy like Robbie Ray, and there's the two schools of thought, right? There's the school of thought, and we had this debate earlier in the season, Spencer, where sure you, you know, and and. I think a lot more people are probably in your corner. It sounds like than mine where they feel like Robbie Ray yes, really should figured be. something out. I, you know what? I don't know why I ever pump tires. <laughs> I don't even need to pump your tires. Um, but you know, I, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to say it only time will tell. Um, good for it, it's all right. This has been a weird off season so far, right? Because the teams that are going mm-hmm. for it are the Rockies, the Rangers, the Mariners, the Rockies, not the Rockies. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Yeah, the Rangers, the Mariners, the yeah. Mets. Yes, definitely yeah. the Mets. The Mets. And like, I mean, uh, good for the Mets, man. I The guy, I mean, another guy I'm really bummed that they got was, was Starling Marte. I love Starling Marte. I think he's... The Mets got Marte? Yeah, the Mets got Marte. Oh, I forgot that. I forgot who the Mets signed. It There's was like that weird... Well, they signed uh, Canna and Escobar, and then Marte slid in at like an 11 p.m. deal. And that's when all the Mets oh. fans were like, "Sign Javi now! We want Javi." Which, by the way, why? Why do you want Javi? I, I don't uh, want Javi. I don't want a guy that strikes out thirty percent of the time. Um, what's their second baseman? Jeff uh, McNeil, the Flying Jeff Squirrel. McNeil. Yeah, yeah, the guy Jeff that McNeil. that uh, Francisco Lindor stra- strangled in the in the tunnel. Yeah, classic. Yeah, that's you know they were obviously arguing over the squirrel, but definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's been tough. There, I mean, I'll tell you, like, just in general. It's all been tough. It sucks. It, this has been. Yeah, and especially. Every, it one after another. Like, Red Sox didn't sign this guy. Red Sox didn't sign this We didn't even get the interest kings this year. Yeah, I know. Like, it was we too, weren't even we didn't even have anybody. To. We just didn't sign anyone. Yeah, and, like, it was so fu- Like, it was so fun, like, to sit there and look at the possibilities. And, you know, I, I was looking at it before. I'll tell you, I, I love. I've just been playing with the the baseball MLB trade rumors free agent tracker and you can just you know go through all the different things um and it's sad at this point because you're like looking at who's left like hold on I have to go it was like remaining I was looking at like I was like okay like what kind of infielders are left and nothing (laughs) hey my my guy Carlos Correa (laughs) that's it Carlos Correa Trevor Story Trevor Story is still available oh true we can still get Trevor Story I like Trevor Story I want Trevor Story yeah and you know it's very interesting to me um because you just wonder if i mean now first off correa is gonna get i think correa is gonna get paid 
he's waited out, and I think that the oh, market's yeah. going to demand that. I mean, I mean, we knew he was going to get paid. I mean, that, that's why the Tigers went with Javi instead of uh, Correa. I think mm-hmm. you're getting, you know, you're not, because Correa's going to get a Seager-type deal, you know? Yeah. And so that's where you want to stray. That's why I don't think, I mean, I don't think he'll go to Boston. I really don't. I, I just don't. Not. I One, just because I think people would be fucking upset about it. It'd be wild if he did, but he won't. Yeah, but two, you know, he'll want, uh, you know, Bryce Harper, Corey Seager, a long-term, massive, ridiculous deal. And Heim Bloom is not in the business of doing it. He just, he isn't. He's established that he isn't. I think he's established that he isn't. Yeah, um, and I think that's a smart play. Yep. Hey, um, all right, this is this is one I wanted to ask you about. Um, okay. A guy still on the market. Obviously, the bat's not really there, but defensively awesome. Andrelton Simmons. Time me up. Yeah, it's like I, I, you know, it's funny because just give me uh, a one-year deal. Like I don't, I don't care. That, it, that's it great. Work out, it doesn't work out. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to me, it's like okay, that's that's who, I, in my opinion, that's who I sign if you don't get Trevor Story. I think if you can go for Trevor Story, that's fucking awesome. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Trevor Story would be ideal because he has the glove and the bat. But if you don't get him, we're not getting Carlos Correa. So you move. Uh, I mean, it's it's the same situation as. We've had the last few years with second base, having a player that has some injury issues, uh, can't stay on the field. You would probably have that with Simmons because, you know, he was hurt this past year and I think in 2020 as well. So maybe that's something that's starting to creep up with age for him. Yeah. I mean, like I said, a one-year deal, it doesn't hurt to take a shot on that. And no, and, and worst case, that his defense bounces back. Yeah. And you just uh, and then that allows Bogarts to move to second and really you know focus on his hitting and maybe not get injured as much because Xander usually has some like wrist injury or something by the end of every season. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so all right. So I guess I want to get more broad with with your thoughts here, Spencer. Um, what like we've generalized some things, okay? Um, the first question I want to ask you is. Like what's what's the deal you want to see for the Boston Red Sox right now? Out of out of everyone that's remaining right now, obviously that's a little bit tougher of a choice now. But like, what's the deal you want to see happen? Trevor Story. Trevor Story. Okay. There's no one left. There's there's no. That's one else. it. That's all you got. We're not signing Freddie Freeman, and we're not signing Correa. So that's no. Freddie Freeman. Story. I feel like people love like the rumor I mean, mill. Chris but... Bryant would be interesting, and we could always resign Schwarber. That'd be cool. Yeah, but. I think the person that fits the best, I mean, it's like picking one out of five. It's not that hard at this point. Yeah. So yeah, I'd go with Trevor story. You know, a name that hasn't popped up on a lot of people. And I'm not saying that the Red Sox will sign him because I, it, to me, it doesn't fit like Bryant fits because he can play the outfield if you want him to. Um, mm. I haven't heard any Kyle Seeger conversation. Obviously he's older. Dude, he's why, 34. Why? Um, but I just like, I thought that was interesting just because he was such a huge, they loved him in Seattle and obviously like his okay. value is not there anymore, but I, I just figured he'd end up somewhere, you know? I feel like no one wants Kyle Seeger. I mean, Kyle like, Seeger is like the, the fallback, 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 fallback option. I mean, uh, he if you was, need a corner infielder, I mean, he can be a positive contributor. Like he can be like a two war player. I mean, that's what but, he was 35 home runs last year, you know? Yeah. Like, but he doesn't like get on base like at that high clip if I remember correctly. <laughs> you would be correct. Defense, it's two eighty five. 
this is, there we go. Um, so that's, that's going to be a red flag for most analytically driven teams these days. Um, yeah, so, I mean, and, and you, there's not that much need for a corner infielder, you know, in this league these days. So just... he's probably going to be expecting to get paid as at least as much as he was getting paid before. And that's not likely to happen. So it's probably going to take a while for him to accept that and move on, and get paid less. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's a fair point. I always like Kyle Seeger. <laughs> um, I just like again, like I just haven't heard fucking anything, you know? No. But we're now we're at the point where we aren't gonna hear anything. This is this is it. It's uh we've reached the the lockout, Spencer, that we, we knew was coming. It's not it's like really like a shock in this Loki. Point. We have reached the threshold. Yeah, that's like literally like shit's about to break and mm-hmm. for the next two or three months, all we're gonna hear about is, you know, the ongoing labor issues, you know? Yeah, and it's like the opposite though of Loki where it's like the multiverse explodes and everything's crazy. And in this case, just nothing is going to happen. Yeah. It's, you know, it's interesting because baseball, I feel like baseball more than other sports. And I, I could be wrong because I'm more focused on baseball. But like, this is about to be the fourth lockout since the first CBA was ever negotiated. The ninth work mm-hmm. stoppage in baseball history. Um, and it's just, you know, it's interesting because obviously like this has just kind of become part of, of baseball's history is, you know, this constant, and obviously this, like, this is probably the, the worst the tensions have been since there was, you know, there, there was almost a, a stoppage back in, in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just going to be interesting because obviously, you know, today as we're recording this on, on December 1st, uh, they had their, you know, seven minute meeting today, uh, and they walked out and, you know, nothing's done. You wonder how much of that is a show. Right. Oh, it's absolutely How, a show. It's and, 100% and, grandstanding. Yeah. And so that's that's the thing with the whole, you know, what you're hearing right now. Um, part of me was still holding out. Part of me is still holding out that some miracle thing will get done. Um, but it is seeming likely. I don't know. Did you see the the Scherzer quote today? Uh, no, I didn't. Basically, he said it's very likely that it's going to be a long lockout. And again, yeah stuff of grandstanding but i don't picture max scherzer as a grandstanding kind of guy i feel like he's just gonna tell you how it is um well, i mean he's got to represent his side and like what does he mean by long does he mean three months or six yeah, months yeah it's all yeah. it's all relative you know to these guys especially and you know i mean you know for scherzer at least he's got a team now he doesn't have to give a shit about that yeah i mean i think I don't, I'm not 100% sure how it works, but is it possible that the owners end the lockout just so that the players are forced to go on strike? Like they end the lockout, but there's still no agreement. And then they just force the players to go on strike to like make them look bad when the season starts. You know, I don't know if that's possible. Yeah, I have no idea. I absolutely I just feel no like they don't want to be the ones that like, are the side that's stopping baseball from happening once the season is like close. Yes. That's, that's obviously the problem. Cause like the problem, the problem is, is, you know, from a, you're right. Like nobody wants to look bad. So from a perspective of the fans, from your audience, the people that you're, you know, pandering to, you know, it looks bad. If, even if, even if you're on the right as the players, you know, me, Joe Schmo, average person is not going to care about, you know, the players fighting for their extra $200,000 or whatever, you know, the whole, right. you know, 
average salaries are declining. Average salary is still about, you know, $3.75 million. You know, Joe Schmo is going to be like, okay, I don't really fucking give a shit about, you know, you fighting between, you know, three and a half and $4 million or, Dude, you know, players are poor, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's a brutal, uh, you know what, man? I would be pissed as a minor league player, you know? Yeah, true. like That's a good point. Uh, you're sitting there making dick money, and you know, fucking 2020, you didn't even have a season, and you have all these people bitching about that. And so, yeah, it's tough, you know? Obviously, look, it's millionaires fighting billionaires. Yep. <laughs> I don't think there's really any side Correct. that you should really feel like bad for. Um, but obviously, you know, the players, uh, the, the my, you know, my, my thing with the players is that obviously the longevity of your career is much shorter. You know, you're trying to make mm-hmm. the most money when you're going to make it, especially for a guy that's in the middle of the road. That's maybe going to get, you know, a year or two, you know, maybe just gets their cup of coffee. You know, you're that, that's what you're kind of trying to fight for. Cause obviously, you know, the Bryce Harper's of the world are going to be okay. The Corey Seager's of the world, the, the Max Scherzer's of the world are not, are going to be okay. Um, right. And so, you know, that's, that's where it's tough. You know, you look at that stuff, but there's also, I mean, there's, there's a ton of little stuff to dive into. You know, there's the whole concept of, you know, this, that they want to expand the playoff and they want to do this whole spectacle with the televised event where, you know, the three other division winners besides the top seed get to pick their, their wild card opponents. Um, I thought it was interesting. I read that Is GMs that are really, because that was hmm? proposed back in like, so it was proposed. It was, it's been revisited, is what they want. So basically, they oh, okay. during all these meetings, they've been talking about these things, and that's obviously still on the table. Um, yeah, wouldn't surprise me if that happened. I mean, it's just the way everything's trending. Football did it. You know, basketball's got this play in now. Um, you know, you're trying to keep it so that more. There's the there's the back and forth. So the the owners are obviously trying to tell the players that what this is going to do is going to prevent you know tanking because teams are more likely to get into the playoff. You know, if you're yeah, a team yeah. that can say, hey, you know, all we have to do is string together, you know, 81 fucking wins and we could maybe make the playoffs. You know, you have that. You have less people potentially, you know, you, you have the really bad teams that are still going to sell at the deadline, but you have more teams that maybe are going to go buy the deadline and go make a move or maybe during free agency actually go fucking pay somebody because they believe, you know, they're one player away from the postseason. Um, right. That's kind of the, the sell to, you know, players. But the player's argument has been, you know, oh, well, the other way around. You know, owners aren't going to have to pay as much because they don't have to produce these 100 win team. You know, you can be mediocre and still stumble your way into the playoff. You know, why am I going to go ball out for a guy if, you know, especially in baseball, sometimes all you got to do is fucking get in and and then it's a fucking crapshoot, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point because you have a team like the Red Sox that, you know, trade away a guy like Mookie Betts. And then two years later, we're almost to the World Series without Mookie Betts um, because, you know, we have a talented team and a uh, you know bunch of players that we can pay very well besides Mookie Betts, and so you may not have a two hundred fifty million dollar payroll, but you have a one hundred eighty million dollar payroll, and that's still going to get you to the playoffs. So, um, yeah, that's a good point. You can kind of argue that either way. Um, kind of a Pandora's box. Yeah, I mean, look, I, <laughs> I, I, the thing I like, I do like the idea of an expanded playoff. I'm all for it. I think what it does is, you know, we constantly have this where like, you know, people are, you know, the small market teams are like, you know, all you see is the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, you know, making the playoffs because they, they go and spend, you know, it, to me, it does. If you're a a Pittsburgh Pirates, you know, let's say a team that's never going to spend a ton of money, but maybe you're enticed to spend just a little bit more because 
you know, you don't have to go and, and win a hundred games. You know, the, the fucking pirates, you know, won 98 games and still didn't win their fucking division. And that can be, you know, kind of deterring to spending, but saying, Hey, you know, we, you know, can at least spend a little bit more, maybe invest in a guy in free agency. You know, maybe we actually have a shot, you know, you build some guys in the farm, you make some stuff happen. It just, it gives teams more chances. And it, it, to me as a fan, I think it keeps fans more invested, you know, instead of having to go, ah, you know, here goes this, you know, five year rebuild where they have to tear everything down. I mean, look at the fucking Cubs, you know, the Cubs go and obviously, you know, Javi and, and Rizzo and uh, Bryant were all, you know, on their way out. And so they went and sell, but they go and they get Stroman and they kind of show, you know, hey, we're still going to go try and, and win, which is yeah, greater. very confusing to me. <laughs> yeah, me. I mean, I hear that the Rockies, you know, have been rumored to show interest in bringing story back. And that fucking confuses the shit out of me, too. Well, but that makes but, sense because that's their guy. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, after everything that went down, he seemed really kind of fucking pissed off at them because, you know, he, well, he thought didn't he was, know what was going on because they didn't tell him anything because yeah. like the Rockies are idiots. <laughs> like, So the Rockies are their own special case. But yeah, the Cubs, um, I don't know. I feel like maybe they, dude, I don't know about the Cubs. <laughs> I, I, would say that, I would say that they made moves that were closer to competing next year, like getting Nick Madrigal. Like you got an MLB player in your trade, um, trading Craig Kimbrell. So that kind of shows that you want to keep competing and you want to, like, you know, get younger, but stay competitive. But then you look at the U Darvish trade and that was like a bunch of 18 year olds. So I don't know. One move doesn't really correspond to the next. Like, that's my thing when I'm, like, looking at a team and when I'm playing out of the park is, like, have a plan and stick to your plan. Yeah. And, like, every every move you make has to be building off of that plan. And... You're hitting a window. You're going, what's our, what's our window seem, here? Yeah. Exactly. So the and, Cubs just seem to be kind of making moves on either side of, of uh, the spectrum and... and I don't see the plan there. Maybe there is. I mean, there has to be one. I just don't see it. Yeah. I mean, like, obvious. yeah, you know, I look at the the thing I've that you see in all sports is the teams that, you know, try to either try to win all the time or, you know, they give up too soon. Or, like when you when you live in that like mediocre space where you're never the worst team, but you're never good enough to make the playoffs. That's when like mediocrity, you know, continues for years and years and years and years. I mean, look at look at Seattle. How many years has constantly Seattle been? you know, this 80 win team and finally they're going to go for it. But it felt like it was this just years of like floating in the middle. Like they were buying too soon. This was our year. They go get Robinson Cano, you know, still can't make fucking playoffs. Um, you know, you have to pick a plan in a window. Yeah, exactly. So, but speaking of teams that are picking their window, uh, a team that has a very intriguing rotation that we have not gotten to talk about, uh, the Toronto blue Jays go and get Kevin Gosman. So, you know, you have that top three of the rotation, Barrios, Gosman, and Ryu. Um, I, I mean, as long as Ryu stays healthy, I know you've, you've expressed to me your concerns about that. And, you know, <laughs> he was actually shockingly healthy this year. Um, All season. But they, they get a rotation to go with, with a lineup that has, you know, Vlad Jr. in it and Bo Bichette and George Springer. Uh, Fuck, man. Where do you where do you put the Blue Jays in like the AL East power rankings? Uh, high. <laughs> yeah, uh, right? 
I, mean, I, I've, I, I said at the end of the offseason that Red Sox are one, Blue Jays are going to be two, Rays three, Yankees four, distant four, uh, and Orioles five. So uh, maybe the Blue Jays and the Red Sox switch. I mean, their problem last year was really their bullpen. And so I, I saw they got Yimmy Garcia. He's okay. So that's, I mean, he's better than what they had. Uh, is Nate Pearson going to the bullpen like long term now? Maybe that helps their bullpen. A bullpen can kind of come out of nowhere sometimes. So, you know, maybe maybe that's good next year. And that's kind of what they, they need to go forward. Otherwise, like you said, the the lineup's great. The rotation looks really solid now. So what? Now they have Ryu. They have uh, they got Stephen Matz, right? No, no, sir. That was that's oh, the he went to the yeah oh, he, he was, was there. The yeah, you were Sorry. you like you were I a little said, behind. A long <laughs> There's been a lot. There's been a lot that's happened. But they lost Robbie Ray, so they have Ryu. They 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 signed um, fucking Barrios long term. They signed Gosman. Who else do they have? They have Ryu. They have Alec Manoa. Um, oh, great. Alec good. Manoa is really good. Um, and then a guy that, that'll probably float in their, their five slash whoever, if Pearson ends up coming and taking his place, is Ross Stripling, who's okay. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's fine. Yeah. he. I mean, he was a good trade at the moment. I mean, Pearson he, could be good. He just hasn't I like to the hype yet. Yeah. I think, I mean, and obviously, look, it's it's seeing what he's going to be. I like Pearson. I think I really, I, I think he's great. Um, I've listened to a lot of interviews he does. He seems like a cool guy, so I hope he does well. Um, obviously, you know, sucks that he's doing it for the Blue Jays. But, uh, I mean, fuck, man. If any, it, you know, at the very least, it's going to be a very fun team next year. Um, a team that, you know, can go put up a kajillion runs. You know, maybe we see some really cool pitching performances. A kajillion. That's it, dude. You ever seen a kajillion runs? I don't think I have. Oh man, well obviously you haven't watched enough baseball then. Let me <laughs> let me tell you. So um I I mean I've always like and it sucks. And it sucks that they're in the AL East, but like they're a team for like the last two years that I've just I've so I've so enjoyed fucking watching them play. I love Charlie Montoyo. I think he's a yeah, fun I mean, fucking guy. An exciting young group. Um I mean, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see what the rest of the division does in the off season. Obviously we're going to probably have to wait till fucking February to figure that out. Um, but as much as the Red Sox haven't done anything, it's interesting. The fact that the Yankees haven't either. And I feel like the <laughs> urgency for the Yankees is greater. You know? I mean, you would hope because they got, you know, they got, they got beat in the wild card game. And Garrett Cole got shellacked. So and there's just bigger holes to me. You know, you you had this lineup yeah, that just felt flawed. Um, there was a rumor. I don't know if you saw it that they were listening to calls on Gallo. Um, I don't that's know anyone that's really gonna call on him. I know he's really great defensively. Um, but I feels like Yankee Stadium is the only place I'd ever want him fucking swinging a bat. You know, yeah, I feel and like a, he's a, a good fit there. He's know. a he's a great fit there. Um, but and especially but like they could easily like, just totally reverse this narrative and sign Correa. So yeah, that's there, and there's that. I have a feeling I'm gonna I'm gonna make my prediction right now um, okay. and say that he goes to the Dodgers. That's that's where I think he's going. 
I don't think the Dodgers are adding that kind of payroll. Who'd they just sign? They got um they got Chris Taylor, but they signed somebody before that, didn't they? Hold on. I got the I got the tracker open. I love the tracker. Okay. Going. Dodgers. They got <laughs> No. Uh Daniel Hudson? That was it. <laughs> Andrew that was Heaney? It. Uh they no, signed no, Jason Martin <laughs> to a minor league deal. <laughs> oh, it was Jason Martin, yeah, big signing. Uh former pirate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Um, well, never mind that then. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like you signed Chris Taylor back, and now you've got you know Trey Turner to play short. Chris Taylor can play second. You still got Muncie and and uh, Justin Turner. So much, I, I don't and, know and, where. And Chris Taylor had to get paid I mean, pretty well, put, right? Chris Taylor in the outfield, but you still got Pollock. You still got Cody Bellinger. Then you hope that he doesn't continue to be awful at baseball next year. Yeah, and I mean, you still have Gavin Lux, too, who you're hoping to try and... Oh, and Gavin Lux. Yeah, no, I... Yeah. Dodgers are set. The Dodgers are stupid. I hate them. (laughs) You're you're like, you run out of things. You're like, oh, they have this guy, and this guy, and this guy. Yeah. And you're just like, yep, this is... uh, It's ridiculous. But it's all right. Like, they had Corey Seager. The fact that they had Corey Seager is just... Yeah, I know. I know. The fact that they, like, didn't go to the World Series, just like, I know it's obviously... Yeah, it's, it's tough, man. Yeah, dude, this fucking this Yankees lineup, man. First off, the fact that they like they like scoped the market for catchers and they were like, ah, like we'll bring Gary Sanchez back. Like yep. there's nobody else. Sad. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll see, man. Uh, you know, it's and that's tough for them because you really do have to go by in that division right now to be competitive. And they are, in fact, not purchasing anything. <laughs> um, it is exactly. weird. It is a weird offseason to point forth. out that all this money has been spent and that the Dodgers now the Dodgers have signed Chris Taylor. So they're out of that, but the Red Sox and the Yankees have basically spent nothing, you know, a very yeah. small yeah. chunk of this has been the Red Sox and the Yankees. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting for baseball though, having, you know, the Rangers and the Mariners and exactly. You um, want to see those teams go for it. The Mets. Holy shit. Their payroll is gigantic now. Yeah, they, uh, Steve, Steve Cohen, Cohen like, man. Fuck it, I will spend all my money on this team. He just, he literally just went to, you know, the fucking GM's office and just slapped, like, blank checks. And he was just like, yeah, like, Imagine whatever we need. if you're, like, Billy Epler before he was hired, and they're like, yeah, so, um, if you come be our GM, you can sign literally whoever you want. Like, sign on the dotted line. Theo didn't want that? You're telling me Theo didn't want that? Billy Bean didn't want that? Dude, nobody wanted the Mets. That was like that. That's fair. I, They're still gonna crumble and die, but yeah. And I like, and what it sounds like is that like they say Sandy Alderson is not you know involved, but it sounds like he still is trying to pull the strings. And so yeah, I think that's a little bit of a sketchy setup there. I think that's part of the reason that people shied away is that he's like a little too involved. Yes, exactly. And it's like and okay, you like, have to answer to him to some degree. Yeah, it, like that. And like you're already having to answer to an owner. You know, you don't really want to have to answer right, to right. another guy, too. It's just, exactly. it's a balancing act that fucking sucks. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So, all right. Well, I I have one. I don't know. Do I have any, do I have any other thoughts on this, on this episode <laughs> here? Um, you know what? No, I, you know, hey, we, I mean, talked we got a long off season. Time. We can save like literally 50 thoughts for the rest of the off season. I don't. Yeah, I, then we might have to save our be, our fifty thoughts here. On for thoughts the rest of the way. It's gonna be tough, man. Uh, well, you know, we have it's nine twelve as we're recording this on December first. 
that were less than three. No, screw no, <laughs> I can't. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to get canceled. You're going to get, I already canceled you. We we just canceled the podcast. It's over. Shit. I'm going to, I'm going to bring Dylan Bundy on and have him be my co-host. So, all right, you know, before we go, I just want like general thought. Uh, so far off season, who's your, who's your winner? Who's your winner of the off season right now? Um, thinking the Blue Jays. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like I would say the Mets, but they're the Mets, so fuck them. I was gonna say um, I don't trust the Mets. No. <laughs> I don't trust the. I trust that all those guys are gonna show up. Besides, I mean, Scherzer. the Giants have had a strong offseason. They re-signed uh, Descalfani and Alex Wood. They added Alex Cobb. Like he's gonna be better in San Francisco. It's just gonna work out that way. Yeah, they seem to know um, how to make if, those if guys. If they re-sign work. Chris Bryant, then uh, they're they're kind of set. You know what? I'm gonna pick my winner. And this is on the grounds that they're going to do more things. Um, okay. The Seattle Mariners. Yeah, I don't hate yeah. it. I think the I think the Robbie Ray deal was they, good for they them. They traded for Adam Frazier. That like really flew under the radar. Yeah. Like that move. And he was bad in San Diego, but he was great in don't Pittsburgh. Um, and you know, part of that was just whatever the fuck happened in San Diego was just a mess at the end. I don't really Absolutely. like fucking jace tingler like he's out of there which is good like there was all these i mean fucking all of them were kind of bad down the stretch yeah it was very it was very mets like if i had to describe it it was um so yeah i i like that Uh, you're right it's very and the fact i mean they they it's a good value you know fuck man they didn't have to give up a lot to go get him and you know if it works out like that's a that's a great piece for you if they got chris bryant or if they got they Kyle Schwarber, yes, that would be that would be huge. Like they yes. really just need one or two more pieces for, the, for yeah. that lineup. And, and I Robbie think Ray was huge for their rotation. Yeah, yeah. and their bullpen was good last year. So and like, they have they have young guys that are coming up that still have to find it. You know, Kelnick, Logan Gilbert. I I like Logan Gilbert. You know, if you have Julio, some of these guys in next year, yeah. So you got to think. You know, these these everything. It's one of those where it's a situation. Maybe not this year, but maybe next year. You know, maybe you're going forward, you're setting yourself up. They're they're kind of in a position where I feel like, you know, Toronto was. Like, they're like two years behind Toronto. They don't have the the superstar, like a Vlad coming up. But mm-hmm. they have guys where it's like, you feel like they're they're finally coming. I, I, I The more I think about it, the more I love the Abraham Toro deal. Um, mm-hmm. And Absolutely. they just made a lot of moves. So, and you know what, man? Fuck it. I, I really hope that they go and, and knock the Astros off their fucking pedestal top. I hope someone does. It would be fun. It's not going to be not, the Rangers. It's not going to be the Angels. Let me tell you that. You know, they can. Not going to be the A's. No. Oh, definitely. Houston's going to win again. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why we need to put all Seattle. Let's go, baby. Come on. All right. Go In the Mariners. Mariners, we trust. So, all right. Well, that's all she wrote uh, for this week's episode of WinPod Repeat. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. As always, follow us on Twitter at WinPod Repeat um and you know just uh you know tweet us your thoughts text us you know if you're bored uh want to hang out you know you want to talk baseball during this time you know we'll we'll try and we'll reminisce we'll do some red Sox memories we'll flash back we'll give some good stuff we'll flash them we'll flash them flash (laughs) i i have flashbacks all the time 
How about that that uh that Johnny Damon Theo Epstein commercial I tweeted out the other day? Wasn't that fucking that amazing? I I found that on the internet like a couple weeks before, and I was like, "This is amazing!" <laughs> I like forgot about I that. I ever saw it. There uh, actually. Yep. See, growing up, I oh, every day after baseball, just tuning into Nesson, baby. I watched a I watched a lot of Dunkin' Donuts Boston Red Sox commercials. Let me tell you, can't relate. Probably while eating Dunkin' Donuts. Probably. You know, if I scored a goal when I played soccer, we got donuts after the game. <laughs> so it was great. Uh, uh, all right. Well, on that note, uh, we, <laughs> let's see, let's see y'all next week or we'll, whenever we'll we record this kind of conversation the rest of the off season. That's it. It'll be great. You'll get to hear all about my childhood. Sounds great. <laughs>